Blog Talk Radio. Hello there, everybody, and welcome to Pinstripe Talk. My, my uh, co-host, Eamon, will be here shortly. But as of right now, uh, as the great Freddie Mercury once said, the show must go on. So we'll be talking about, obviously, all things New York Yankees. And um, we're going to get this thing started um, right about now with my, predict- my players of the week uh, in training so far. Um, the Yankees have looked okay. Um, they haven't looked great. They've lost two games. They lost one today. Uh, but aside from that, the players themselves are getting back into, getting back into um, game shape. So with that, um, I, I, had to, I had to say my, my player of the week uh, has to be Troy Tulowitzki. Troy Tulowitzki, he homered in his first at-bat um, in spring training against the team that essentially told him, you're not going to play anymore. You, you're done. We're going to pay you to go away. And he had a home run in his first at-bat in spring training. You could tell as he's rounding the bases, he was visibly, uh, visibly happy. He was pumping his fist in the air. He said he was quoted that that was the biggest – Spring training home run he's ever hit. And with that, I welcome back my co-host, Eben. Welcome back to the program. Uh, I was just talking about my uh, my players, pitchers, rookies, and Gold Gloves for the week. I told them that um, that I think Tulowitzki, my player of the week. Um, I'll, I'll let you go into yours, but uh, say hi to the audience. All right. Hello, guys. Uh, sorry, I guess I uh, somehow disconnected uh, right when the show began, but um. Yeah. Um As for I said, gold show glove, must go on. Yep. Um but for gold glove for this week, I I'm probably gonna go with Tulo as well. I, I really liked his first uh game that I, I saw him uh first half bat he had a home run and then he had some pretty good um, you know, plays in the field. So I think I think he yeah, he's definitely a guy that I think uh wins that for at least right now. Definitely. Uh, he was, he's also my pick for Gold Glove. He's my pick for Player of the Week and Gold Glove. It looks like his, his heel injuries are all healed up. He played like uh, a shortstop. I mean, he looked like a major league shortstop, which is all you need to see at Tulowitzki. He's a great fielder if he's healthy, and that's why he's my pick for the Gold Glove as well. If I had to go with my pitcher of the week, I'm going to go with the newest Yankee, James Paxton. Uh, he went two scoreless in his first game. As a Bronx bomber, looks in those pinstripes, and I've had to get and if I have to give a rookie award, I'm going to go to uh, right-handed pitcher Daniel Alvarez, uh, who in the game against the Rays, with the Yankees won eight to five, he uh, threw two scoreless innings in relief. Uh, not a lot to choose from with the rookies, uh, but I will give my rookie award to Daniel Alvarez. Um, yeah, those are some some, some good picks. Um, for me, I. Th- think I would also go with Paxton. I really liked his first, I think he pitched like three innings. I could be wrong, but he did pitch somewhere between that. And yeah, I, I think he did really well. 
I uh, I was really impressed because I didn't know how his uh, first outing was going to go. I didn't know if he was going to be nervous or not um, and not play well. So I definitely think that um, that he did very well his first outing. Um, and for rookies, I think I'm going to go with – I know Glaber hasn't really played. I mean, he might – he's might have been playing a little bit more than – I was thinking he was, but I think I'm going to give it to him. I think I like how he was, how he came out of the gate the first few games and he started, you know, he's been hitting the ball pretty well. Um, you know, the first half bat he hit a home run. So I think, I think he's been, I think that just looking at that, I think that looks like he's going to have a good second, uh, second season for um, him. Uh, yeah, I totally see uh, how you could go with Glaber. He did finish third in Rookie of the Year voting last year, so uh, I'm definitely expecting big things out of our second baseman come this season. But with that, that is our weekly awards. Um, now we're going to definitely hop right in to the biggest position battle in spring training. First base, it's Voight, it's Bird. Who, who, who are you? thinking is going to win this job. This is the only job in spring training pretty much to be one. So give me your thoughts on uh, Voight and Bird. Um, all right. So at all the games so far, I think Greg Bird's played more than Voight so far as well. Um, I think Voight's only played maybe one or – I think he was supposed to play um, against the Phillies, but the game got rained out, so I don't think he played – but I'm really surprised how Greg Bird's playing. I think he's playing really, really well. Um, I mean, he's had, I think, three home runs in all all the games he's been uh, playing in. I think if he keeps it up, he could definitely be, um, you know, rise up and maybe, you know, compete with Voight. I think Voight also showed we had two. The, the one game, he had a home run, a three-run home run. So I think... You know, the power and the competition against this first base is really heating up. I really think that it's going to come down to the wire. Uh, we still have a lot more spring training games left, so I would love to see them getting more playing time and seeing how this progresses. But I can definitely see Greg Bird being a little bit of a competition to Voight. But we'll have to see how the season starts because if you looked at past history, I'm pretty sure Bird – has had he's had some good spring trainings, but once the regular season comes, he he can't transfer it over. So I'd love to see what happens with Bird. Obviously, he's been out for a long time. He hasn't really played over a hundred games um, lately. So I think you know he's definitely he definitely has to be a guy that we we have to give him a shot. I think Bird is the guy they want to win the job. He's left-handed bat, and he just fits better with his team. I think Bird really has a better swing. He's a bit younger, and personally, he'd be my pick for the job. That being said, Bird has always had great spring trainings. He's always had great spring trainings, and he always looks so promising. He looks like the guy that's going to be the first baseman for the future but then he slips over the bat rack or stubs his toe and he hurts himself. He's made, the man's made of glass. So if he can stay healthy for a full season or a full spring training, even I give the, I give the job to bird. Now with the season that Voight had last year, about a three thirty three, I think he hit uh, 15 home runs. 
And he really proved that he is a legitimate first baseman. Now, whether he continues that on to this season is yet to be seen. There's been a few of those, uh, like Kevin Moss, who have come on like a ball fire and fizzled out. But I think Bird's better than that. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, but I think Voight uh, is better than that. But right now, Voight is two for four, a homer. So we ha- he hasn't really uh, had much to show. And, and Bird is batting 600 with a home run, um, which he hit today against um, the Tigers in a loss, uh, in a rain-shortened loss today. Uh, so this this spring training will be will be interesting. Although the Yankees have said that Voight, as of right now, has a leg up on Bird. I think if they have the exact same spring training, if they if they both hit, I don't know, three twelve, they both hit nine home runs, they both drive in twenty runs, the job will be Bird's, uh, and Voight will start in Triple A. Even though I think that both major league ball players they want Bird more, um, he fits better into this team. The Yankees said that Voight has a leg up. But I think the fact the Yankees want Bird a little more uh, just kind of tips the needle towards towards Greg Bird. Yeah, um, I think that the Yankees definitely need Bird's left-handed bat. Um, the right, the the lineup right now looks a lot of you know it looks right-handed and heavy. So I think adding Bird's bat will be really good. Um, I mean. If you look at his past, we would love. I would love to see him go, you know, insane this year. But he he hasn't done. He had some injuries with the ankle, but he hasn't really done anything that is, um, you know, expected. I feel like of him. Uh, I feel like he either has a down year or he has a really good break, like a kind of like a breakout end of the year. Uh, and, you know, he pulls out for us. I feel like in that 2017 postseason run, I feel like he was one of those guys that, you know, he was injured. He came back and he was like a breakout player for us. He really, you know, he really showed what he could do. He helped us in the Indians series uh, that year. And we moved on and we went to University Astros. I think he's definitely a liable guy and he definitely showed that he could definitely be on this team and, you know, do what he needs to do. But I, I really, we really don't know what we are going to expect from him. We've, we've seen the bad side of him, which was, I'm pretty sure like last year, I don't think he even batted near 200. And then we also saw the good side of him, which was, was, was 2017, which I think um, was a very promising year. And they, and, you know, they, they saw that and they thought that he could definitely, you know, take the job. Um, But he didn't really have a good, he didn't really have the greatest year last year. So adding Voight, who's actually a pretty good replacement um, that they picked up for, you know, not knowing who the person was. I think that that was a great, you know, signing that the Yankees did. And uh, it really, you know, it really helped them out in the, in the long run. Just proves Brian Cashman really knows what he's doing uh, when he makes these trades. I mean, we traded Chase and Shreve. And Giovanni Gallegos to the Cardinals uh, for Luke Voigt, which was a phenomenal deal. Gallegos and Shreve had no place on this team, and they got a uh, potential starting first baseman. Now, the Yankees are not, they're not going to carry Bird and Voigt on the Major League roster at the same time. That is just not feasible. To have two guys who only play one position on the Major League roster is just wasting a roster spot. They're not going to do that. So, one of these two is going to be starting at AAA. One of these two is going to be starting at the Major League level. Um, and like I said, I think it's going to be Bird. Voight has made it clear he is working with his defense. Now, 
if you're going to go defensively with the two of them, uh, Bird is the better defender. He's played. Uh, he, he really looks. I mean, but he plays. He looks like he knows what he's doing with the bag. His footwork is good. Um, I mean, he, he's no Mark Teixeira, but then again, who is? Um, we were so used to Tex for all these years. Um, but Bird is a, is a very good first baseman. Voigt's a bit bigger, a bit more lumbering, and he's kind of the guy that you kind of put at first base because he's a big guy. Where else do you put him? Um, Bird is a first baseman. So Bird's defense is a little better. Voigt has made it very clear this spring training he wants to win that job. And he wants to prove that he is a legit first baseman and a good feeling first baseman too. So props to Luke Voigt. Um, props to Luke Voigt there. Personally, on a personal note, I was actually just in Tampa uh, this past week, and I visited Yankee Spring Training Camp. I got a look at the team. Uh, Greg Bird hit a home run off Tanaka on a 2-2 count in a sim game. Uh, so his swing looks good. Uh, Luke Voigt's swing obviously looks good. He, uh, he, he homered in a uh, spring training game. Uh, and again, another person, you know, Greg Bird signed, <laughs> signed a few autographs for, for me and, uh, and my father while we're down there. So uh, on a personal side, I, I, I'm kind of pushing for Greg Bird because he was such a nice human being to, to me and my family. So Greg Bird, I hope you win the job. Luke Voigt, uh, no, no, no slide on you, but uh, left-handed bat, better defense. I'll give it to Bird. Yeah, um, I, I feel like when the season starts, I do think that Bird's going to start in AAA um, just because I feel like he definitely needs to work on some stuff. Um, I feel like Voigt kind of is taking the job right now, but I feel like Greg Bird can definitely recover and come back and, you know, play like he – how we expect him when we got – when, you know, when we had him. But I do think he's going to just – I think he's going to start in AAA. We'll see how it goes. And – um and I guess we'll, I think we'll have Voight to start off the year, um, just because I don't. I, I in my head, I would love to see Greg Bird in there. He's a good lefty bat, but I really don't know if they're going to do it from what we've seen saw last year. And spring training is spring training; it's not the regular season, so I really don't know if they're going to rely on spring training stats or what they what you know how they're playing in spring training or if they're going to just. Uh, you know, go off of last year and see what happens. A lot can happen between the end of spring training and now. It is anybody's job to win. It is a legitimate competition, and um, the best ball player will come out on top. But uh, that is it for now with our um, our conversation about Voight and Bird. We're going to go into a quick ad, and then uh, we're going to talk about Aaron Hicks in a second. So uh, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Jake from the Amazing Mets Podcast. This Thursday at 7 p.m., John and I will be taking an in-depth look into everything that has happened Mets-wise so far in spring training. Make sure to tune in this Thursday to find out our thoughts on spring training so far. All right. Um, Welcome back, everybody. Mm -hmm. Welcome back. We'll be going into Aaron Hicks' extension, and uh, his recent extension, and uh, talk about, you know, what the future holds for Aaron Hicks probably and uh, why, you know, this might be a good or bad extension. But before we start, you guys want to ask any questions, um, make sure you guys call 845-277-9345. We will answer any of your guys' you know, upcoming, um, you know, questions if you guys have any. And, um, yeah. But, yeah, let's hop right into uh, Aaron Hicks. 
and see, you know, what's your opinion on his extension or what the Yankees offered him? The uh, Yes, obviously we're talking about uh, Aaron Hicks and his seven-year extension that he was just given by the New York Yankees. Um, I am a big fan of Aaron Hicks. Uh, Aaron Hicks is Brian Cashman's darling. When the Yankees traded for Aaron Hicks, they traded uh, not the backup catcher, the backup backup catcher. It wasn't Sanchez, it wasn't Romine. It was John Ryan Murphy. They, tra- they traded a third-string catcher to the Twins for Aaron Hicks, who at that point in his career looked like he was well and talented. Uh, but now he's really turned it around and become um, – I mean, he finished – I mean, modestly – finished 22nd in MVP voting last year, so he got an MVP vote. So the man's been been everything the Yankees could want and more. I, I personally love the extension. It'll put him uh, to his age 36 season. This will be uh, his age 29 season. So this year will be 29, and he'll end up being 36. Um, so I really do like the extension. I mean, the Yankees have had a long lineage of center fielders, and he's been he's hit for power. His average is around 50 to 60. Uh, he, he steals about 10 bases a year, plays great defense with a phenomenal arm. Uh, so I, I really like the extension. Uh, we're getting in a question right now, uh, so let's just get him in, and um, let's, uh, let's see what he has to say. All right. All right, let's hope, uh... Welcome to the show. Hello? We'll get that question in whenever um, he can connect to uh, to us. But as for now, I'm going to keep gushing over Aaron Hicks because just, I, I can't say good things about him. I mean, last year, look at, look at his year last year. 27 home runs, 10 RBIs, about a 248. His career high in homers, career high in RBI, career high in hits. You can't say enough good things about Hicks, and he's a phenomenal fielder, a gold glove caliber center fielder with an arm that is unrivaled. So it, 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 really, it, it really shows the Yankees believe in Aaron Hicks. What do you think? Um, I, I actually really, really love this extension. It it takes the Yankees away from losing Aaron Hicks in free agency. If he, if he was going to go that way, it, you know, it helps them so that they now they know that their outfield is set. I think they all have only have to do is uh, get an extension on judge and they'll be set for the outfield. But I really love this. I think, you know, they don't have to worry about losing him in free agency. Um, They have him in the outfield. Um, Because I actually think, I don't know if he would have left, but I do think it would have been a little bit of, it would be, we would be worried if he went into free agency because he could seek other teams and sign somewhere else. Um, Kind of like David Robertson, I really didn't think he was going to sign anywhere else but but the Yankees, but he he signed with the Phillies. So that could have been something that Aaron Hicks might have thought about doing. But I really like how the Yankees got in there and they got him an extension and we have him, I think, till he's 35 or 36, which is, I think, a reasonable amount of uh, of time. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's it's great. I I really like this trade. Uh, last year he was insane. He had, you know, as you said, 
career uh, in home runs and uh, RBIs. So I think it was really good. But, I mean, I don't know uh, about what we could have done next uh, next offseason, if you guys didn't know. I know this is a little off-topic, but we did lose a guy that we probably could have offered a contract. I don't know if they would have done it, but Nolan Arenado, you know, Reese, uh, he got an extension. I think it was the second highest in MLB history. Uh, the first is from Carlos Stanton. But, yeah, we lost out on Arenado. But I like the Hicks extension. I think this was a, a really good one. Completely agreed. The Yankees are looking to lock up some of their uh, their players who will be free agents uh, shortly. But again, that phone call has come back in, so let us go to that. All right. Yeah, good Gentlemen, to it's, so it's uh, Dom from New York. I took the week off last week, was listening in, didn't have much questions. But with the season starting now, there's been a void since Jeter left for captain. And as Yankee fans, we'll never dare to call someone else captain. But is there a leader that you're seeing develop? Because I think the young players will need somebody in their face when they're not hustling. So is there someone on the team right now you consider a leader? Um, As of right now, and by the way, great question, and good to have you back, Dom. Um, If I had to give a team leader as of right now, um, personally, I think it's CC Sabathia. Uh, he's the elder statesman. He's been in the major leagues since 2001, and he really works with the players, not just not just the pitchers, but he works with the players and just really makes sure that everyone's in line. He has his players' backs. Uh, so I believe that CC, if anybody is a is a quote unquote captain as of right now, I'll give it to CC. But if you're asking me for future Yankee teams past this season, because this will obviously be CC's last year. Uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, and, and give the, the that coveted captain C to Aaron Judge. Uh, he's very Derek Jeter-like in how he acts. Uh, he is the face of the Yankees and the face of Major League Baseball. Not the, not the best player in the game. Don't don't get that confused. He's the face of Major League Baseball. Uh, he's the best player on the New York Yankees. And I think uh, if anybody could be a future captain. Uh, it's definitely uh, our right fielder, Aaron Judge. Even? Yeah, I, I honestly agree. I think if I had to pick a captain, if it's if it's going to be in the future, it definitely ha- has to be Aaron Judge. I mean, when he had that breakout year, his rookie year in 2017, we never we never thought that he was going to do that. Um, that was an you know a sensational year for him, and for Yankee fans and baseball fans, I feel like I think. We haven't seen somebody hit hit near 50 home runs in a long time. I think, you know, Stanton and him were one of the two biggest, you know, talked about people in the home run derby that year as well. So I think he definitely has to be a top runner for if he's going to be called the captain. I definitely think he has to be one of those guys in there. I think um, he's, he's, he's the face of the Yankees. I mean... You can't deny that, and he definitely has to be that uh, player for you know for us. But I think if we're gonna go now, I definitely think it's got to be some type of veteran, um, CC, and maybe even I. I would say probably CC as well. Um, I was thinking maybe Brett Garner, um, but uh, I don't think he would be a great guy for that position. Um, I think Brett Garner. I think he's a great guy. I, I love him. I think he's – I'm glad – 
I'm kind of glad we kept on with him because he's one of those guys in the playoffs. He's a grinder. He's a guy that you want you want him to be the leadoff guy. Um, so I feel like he, for maybe showing effort, I think he's good. He would be a good guy. But I think CC he work he would work good with everyone. So I think I would go with CC. Uh, yeah, I totally see uh, everything you're, you're talking about. And uh, like, like I said before, I also think it should be CC. There was a discussion about Brett Gardner. Uh, he's been here since 08. Uh, again, a grinder. I'm glad he's on this team because you need some guys like that. But if I have to call captain right now, uh, CC now and judge in the future. Great question, Dom. Thank you for that. But back into our uh, regularly scheduled programming with the Aaron Hicks extension that we were talking so wonderfully about. Um, the Yankees, like I said, have a long lineage, a very long lineage of center fielders going back to the 20s with Earl Combs, Hall of Fame center fielder. Um, so you have him. You have – now I'm not saying – I'm not going to compare and, compare and say Aaron Hicks, a Hall of Famer, but I'm just saying they've always had phenomenal center fielders with, starting with Earl Combs, Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle. Then you go to Bobby Mercer, a little gap there. You have Bernie Williams. And if you look at Bernie Williams and you look at Aaron Hicks, they're not too dissimilar. What are they? Switch hitting, power hitting, center fielders. Bernie has the average on Hicks. Hicks, bat, Hicks batted 247 last year, and the year before that batted uh, 266, with Bernie obviously winning a batting title one year. So the average, obviously, Bernie has him leaps and bounds ahead. But both switch hitters, both Golden Glove caliber. Uh, Hicks had a much better arm. Hicks a much better base runner. Bernie could run like a deer. Not a great base runner. Um, so they're a lot more similar than you think. Um, so I do think that uh, Hicks will definitely uh, be, be remembered as one of the, uh, the great Yankee center fielders. Um, and for good reason. He's been very good uh, as, as a Yankee. And like I mentioned before, he's the guy that Cashman – really covets. He's the guy that he acquired for essentially nothing. That's why he loves the guys like Nick Swisher, who they got in the Wilson Betamete deal. I mean, Wilson Betamete for Nick Swisher is a phenomenal trade. He loved Swish. Um, he got Hicks for essentially nothing. He loves, uh, he loves Aaron Hicks. Um, so he's a real darling for the New York Yankees and New York Yankees brass um, up in the, uh, up in the front office. So, I, I can go on for, for hours about how much Aaron Hicks means to this team. You've got to be strong with the middle. Uh, and they're very strong with the middle with Glaver and, and Didi, hopefully, at short. I don't think got Gary. And in center field, patrolling the entire game, looking at everything, uh, is Aaron Hicks. So, uh, congratulations, Aaron, on the phenomenal extension you got. I mean, it's also a very team friendly deal. It's seven years, 70, 10 million a year. I mean, the Sabrino extension was four years, 40, and that's also 10 million a year. So the Yankees are really protecting their players, not giving them good money, but protecting themselves by having them be relatively team-friendly deals. And they're very smart in what they're doing in locking up players who will be free agents shortly. They're working on deals right now with Didi. They're working on deals right now with Betances. So they're really trying to get these guys who will be free agents soon, who are cornerstones of this franchise, to be Yankees essentially for life. Now, Andy Hartorez and Judge all have time before they're free agents, so Cashman uh, could work on that uh, in due time. But right now, uh, the potential free agents in the future, in the near future, uh, he'll be working on. But like I said, love the Hicks signing. Yeah, um, I like what Cashman, you know, he's starting to do. He gets 
he gets these little trades that these guys aren't well known. They're not these big prospects, but when they come to to the Yankees, they 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 get themselves known. And Aaron Hicks and like Voight, and there's probably been a few more that you know they that's what's happened. And I really like how you know we got Hicks for basically nothing, and he's turned into this guy we we all know him, and he's a very well known center fielder, and he's be he has elite defense. He had one of the best offensive years last year. And I think this is a great extension um, that they did. Um, I'm trying, I'm, I'm thinking they're trying to lock up everybody. So the, the bullpen's all locked up um, and the infield and outfield's all locked up. So we don't have to worry about it for, for a good amount of time. Um, so I like how they're, they're going after Batances and Didi. I think those are actually two guys that they need to, uh, to, to lock up. So I, I'm liking how they're trying to keep this core team that uh, is ready for a championship. I think, I think they're ready, and I'm, I'm glad that he's trying to keep them together. So, yeah, I think it's a great, great, great signing for Hicks and, um, and what, what we're going to be doing in the future. Definitely, definitely. This team um, is really looking like it's shaped up for the now and the future um, with a potential locking up of Didi and uh, Batances coming up next with uh, Aaron Hicks and Severino already being signed. I can't uh, say enough good things about, uh, obviously, Hicks, but Cashman in his just commitment to this team, uh, the core of this team, uh, the players that uh, really make up the essentials of this team, and this team is going to be a, a, a L East and Major League Baseball juggernaut for now and years to come. But that is where we will uh, end on the uh, glowing endorsement of Aaron Hicks. We will go into a short ad. We'll be back uh, very shortly, so we'll see you in a second. Hello, Diamondback fans. Are you excited for baseball to be back? Hop over to the Rattle Up podcast at 11 Eastern, 9 Mountain Time on Friday, March the 1st, and we will break down everything going on in the D-backs clubhouse and recap spring training games, along with general MLB news. We will talk about the impact of Nolan Arenado's record-breaking 8-year $260 million extension and how that will impact the NL West. And later in the show, we will predict statistics for all the starters on the Diamondbacks roster, including guys like Zach Greinke, Robbie Ray, Zach Godley, Luke Weaver, Merrill Kelly, and more. Don't miss this week's episode of Rattle Up this Friday at 11 Eastern, 9 Mountain Time. Again, that is this Friday, 11 Eastern Time, 9 Mountain Time. See you there. And we are back. Now we're just going to go into the uh, our general uh, thought about Yankees as a whole, what they look like so far. They just up on the field to play four games um, with a rainout. So the Yankees um, and their overall overview, if if you will, um, give me your uh, give me your thoughts on the team as a whole right now. Um, I think I think we're doing pretty well. I liked. Um, the few outings Floria started, I think, you know, he showed off a little bit of everything. I think in his first spring training game, he got a few hits. He stole some bags. I think he's definitely a guy that, and I said this before, I was thinking about it while I was watching him. I feel like if, if the Yankees want to find a five tool player, I feel like he's going to be that guy. He can run, he can hit, he can field. I feel like he's going to be one of those guys that if we do trade him, I'm going to be a little mad because I think he's going to be insane when he gets the time up here in the majors. So I really liked what I saw from him. 
Um, I think we were a little little wonky the first game with some errors. Um, I think with Glaber at second and stuff, but I I it's 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 nothing big. I I feel like um, you know he's definitely has to improve on that, but I I think he'll be fine for um, for uh, opening day. Um, but the pitching, I think the pitching for the first day was a little wonky. Um, I don't think we've seen a lot of our bullpen. We've, uh, we've used a lot of the uh, farm system, um, but what I've seen so far, I think the starting pitching has been fairly decent. I know chance Adams earlier today did get a little, he did get a little rattled up, but uh, I think uh, he'll be fine. Um, Plus I don't think we're going to be calling him up anytime soon anyway. So I, uh, I think he'll be, he'll be all right. Um, I kind of wanted to see how Tanaka was going to be, uh, but his game got rained out. And I think Paxton and Luizica, and I think Domingo Herman pitched uh, one of those game, uh, one of the earlier games. I think uh, those guys looked all, they all look solid. So I think um, you know the pitching side of thing of things looks really really good. Um, I liked how some of the younger prospects uh, got out there and showed what they could do. Uh, Clint Frazier's looking pretty good. So I, I, I think so far the Yankees are looking pretty solid so far in spring training. I know we've only played, I think, about four or five games. So um, I think we look pretty solid so far. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping to see more uh, out of the team going forward. Well, as am I, um, the Yankees, like you said, they look, they're looking good in the season to begin the, uh, the spring training season. Um, some big standouts, uh, Tulowitzki. Obviously, he had a home run in his first uh, spring training at that, going the opposite field. He made some impressive the shortstop. His arm looks good. He's light on his feet, which is good considering he had two heel surgeries. Um, so I like what I see out of Tulo. Uh, Judge took a high fastball, hit it for a double. Now, when Judge is going bad, you know, and every other Yankee fan knows who watches baseball, when Judge is going bad, those high fastballs, he hit a high fastball for a double. So I like seeing that out of Aaron, and he pulled it. Aaron tends to get a little opposite field happy. That is his swing. But uh, good to know that he can still turn around a, um, a fastball and pull it if need be. Um, Giancarlo is yet to uh, do anything quite yet. But uh, no worries. The, uh, the ex-MVP of the National League will probably be fine. I think he's going to have a better season than he had last year. And he hit three home runs and drove 100. So there's that. Uh, Domingo impressed me. Two scoreless innings. I've always said Domingo Herman is a great arm. He's a phenomenal arm if he can throw strikes. He can throw his curveball for strikes, but he had a hard time getting his fastball over the plate for strikes consistently. So if Domingo can get that, then he could be a real asset for the Yankees if they need a, another starting pitcher who gets hurt. Uh, Paxton looked good. He had a uh, shaky first inning. He was, he was a little wild, but he settled down to a spinning and threw to scoreless. Uh, some of the negatives. Chance Adams did not overly impress me with his uh, debut last season and his overall um, his overall play last year was rocked today. He gave up. He, he got one out, so it was one per inning, uh, four hits, five run runs, and a walk, just for good measure, which um, you can't spin that any way possible to say that's a good outing. No, it's terrible. It was awful, and um, I think – Definitely got to work on that because uh, from what I've seen from Chance from the major league level and now in spring training, I'm getting kind of concerned. Uh, Gary hasn't played yet, but Gary will play soon. I've seen the bull, I've seen out of the bullpen, kind of Stephen Tarpley has pitched pretty well. Um, he's in the major league roster at some point. Uh, 
a lefty out of the bullpen. So <clears throat> there are, are definitely positives to be had here. Now, like I said, I was down in Tampa recently, so I did see a little more than just uh, what's been televised. I saw Tanaka throw a sim game um, against the infield hitters like Glaber uh, and Voight and Bird and Andujar. Um And he was trying to get them out. He was, he was pitching um, as if he was an actual game. And what I saw from Tanaka, I mean, Bird homered off him, obviously, but he got the ball up. When Tanaka gets the ball up, I mean, those are home run pitches. So if he keeps the ball down, he's fine. And more often than not, Tanaka kept the ball down. Uh, his form looked good. Obviously, he has, still has that elbow injury that he's had for three, four years now. I can snap at any moment. But um, God willing, that's going to happen. Tanaka looks like he is back and for a full season uh, of, of consistently good pitching, not just the postseason. So I liked what I saw out of Tanaka, obviously. Um, the general public did not see that. I was pretty to that because I was down there. Um, but the team overall right now looks good. Um, Lemayhew got a few hits, so it's nice to see DJ playing well. Um, I want to see him in more positions, and I want to see how that impacts uh, the rest of the Yankees as a whole. Uh, what do you think about some uh, something Yankees can improve on as far as um, the team goes? Um, I think yeah, I'd like to see D- DJ play. Uh... Play third, I think. Um, I think that would be an interesting spot for him just because it's not his normal position and we kind of got him for uh, to be moved around. So I think I would love to see him there. Um, Some improvements. um, I I don't really know if I could if I could really pinpoint one. I think I would just like to see at least a little little bit of everybody. I like to see Severino, Gary. Um, Chapman, I like to see some of those guys in the next few games, um, just so I can have an idea of what you know what, what's up with them. I know Gary had a really bad year last year, so I'd like to see what he could do in his like first game or two of spring of spring training. Um, I like to see what's with Severino, what's if you know if he's doing well. Um, so yeah, there's some there's a few key guys that are going to be starting for us um, pretty regularly for the Yankees that I would like to see uh, pretty soon. I, I know they're going to get them in there, um, but I would love to see uh, how they're doing, how they're looking so far, um, and then maybe think about how this is going to pan out um, in the regular season. Um, obviously, it's spring training. Nothing's, nothing's going to carry. I mean, we saw um, – Otani, he never carried what he had in spring training over. He had an unbelievable year um, for a rookie season. But I would love to see Gary get onto a hot start in spring and see what he, you know, he could do in the in the in you know in early April. Um, I would love to see how Severino pitches and Chapman and the bull, and the rest of the bullpen. I actually want to see some of those uh, arms, um, Tansis, Chapman, um, Holder. Because Holder was one of those guys that we kind of were iffy about, I feel like, last year. Um, Domingo Herman, I kind of want him to be a bullpen pitcher. Um, he kind of struggled for us as a starter, so I would kind of want to see him in the bullpen to start out with if we're going to use him for that. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, we. I feel like the more the more games we play, the more people are going to be seeing. Um, I would love to see uh, Anavino's first, uh, you know, 
little start uh, with as a Yankee. So um, yeah, I would. I, I'm really excited for the next upcoming games. Um, usually every game there's a new, at least a new person that hasn't played yet uh, that is playing. So um, yeah, I um, I'm really excited to um, to keep watching these. Um, it gets a little iffy by the fifth inning. I usually take out most of the guys and they uh, fill them with. Um, with uh, a little bit of uh, minor leaguers, but I mean, it's good to see the Yankees young uh, farm system a little bit in action in spring training. Um, after like a few, uh, after I think like the fifth, fourth or fifth inning, I feel like they start to do that. So um, yeah, I feel like it's uh, good to see some guys that we, we might be seeing soon. So um, yeah, I think uh, the Yankees are doing pretty well so far and I would love to um, see the upcoming uh, guys on the team that uh, should be here on opening day. Yes, uh, I, I couldn't uh, be in agreement with you anymore. The fact that I do want to see uh, some of our bullpen pitchers like Adovino and, and then Chapman and Batanzas um, come in and pitch, obviously. Um, I'm, <clears throat> I'm excited to see Gary uh, because, like, like you said, uh, Gary had done here last year. There's no secret. He was, he was hurt uh, for basically the entire season with uh, shoulder um, injuries as well as other injuries with his legs. So there was that. Um, and Severino. Severino had a bad second half. There's no hiding that. Um, so when he comes into pitch, um, how's he going to look? Now, I'm, I, I firmly believe he was tipped with his pitches. That is why he had a bad second half. And I'm also firmly believing that Gary was injured for the whole season. That is why he had a down year. So um, I, I fully believe in, in bounce backs for both Gary and uh, Luis Severino, but you do want to see them. You do want to know how they're looking. Um, and spring training is about to do that. What I'm most concerned about the spring training uh, as every other fan of every other major league baseball team is, uh, is the fact that I want the players to play to their, to their ability. Uh, but I want everyone to come out of spring training healthy. We've had fairly good luck with that the past several seasons. Now, um, years ago when Granderson got plunked on the arm in spring training, he broke his arm. Uh, Teixeira uh, pulled, a tent, pulled, pulled a muscle sheath in his arm. He's out for almost the entire season. So I've seen injuries happen before, and they're not fun uh, for anybody, players or fans or ownership. So all I'm asking for is a healthy spring for the Yankees, uh, going to the season with their 25 guys, and that's all I want to ask for. I don't ask for – I don't want to ask for an MVP season in, in, in uh, February. So I just want to see the Yankees play well, stay healthy, um, and start the season on a positive note. Yeah, um, I couldn't agree more. I, um, I think the Yankees are in good position to do well this year. I think the, the guys we saw so far, I think, um, were, were decent, um, and they played very well. I, uh, I kind of want to see more from uh, Tulo. Um, he had a great first game, but I would like to see him play a little bit more just to get a little bit of an idea of uh, how he's doing and uh, what we can expect um, in April and uh, for more months to go on. But, um, yeah, I think this team's doing very well, um, and I can't, you know, I, I'm really ex- pretty excited for the season to start um, so uh, we can get rolling on some, um, some more uh, action and get this get – this, I don't know if we want to say historic, but I think this, this season is going to be one of the, the better ones for us. 
I'm just going to say, let's get this party started. This team is going to be fun to watch. And as a Yankee fan, uh, I can't say enough good things about this Bronx Bombers ball club. Uh, but with that, um, for all of you, that is the end of our show. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, we talked about a lot of topics today. Even we did a, uh, a thorough breakdown of this team. Um, but like I said, I'm Anthony. Uh, even my co-host. Um, we will see you next week, next Wednesday. Uh, so long, everybody. Inside Talk is produced by Jack Jacobson. Associate producer, Benson Fetcher. Pinstripe Talk is a production of the Baseball Podcast Network. Be sure to give our host a follow on Instagram, Eamon at Yankees Network 99, and Anthony at AF Simeon 16. That's A-F-S-I-M-E-O-N-E 16. For more Pinstripe Talk content, be sure to head over to our website, ballpodcastnet.com. And be sure to follow the Baseball Podcast Network on all their social media platforms as well. Instagram, at Baseball Podcast Net. Twitter, at Baseball Podcast One. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-1. YouTube, at Baseball Podcast Network. And SoundCloud, at Baseball Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in to Pinstripe Talk. We'll see you next time.